Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast Season 3, where our motto is all about being residue-free, not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life hinder you from moving forward where God is leading and directing you. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, author, divorce coach, and licensed minister, provides motivating messages that will help encourage and empower women to live their best life beyond their past and recognize the worth of their crown. Now, let's jump into our weekly dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue-free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Linus Queens. Today is March 1st. Happy Tuesday in the month of March. Happy Women's Month. Happy Tuesday. Happy New Year and Happy New You. Yes, remember that is our mantra. New Year, New You in 2022. I pray you still have an expectation of what God is going to do in your life this year. That eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. I hope you still are in a position of expectation expecting what God is going to do great in your life that he has never done for anyone else. Amen. So hold on to that word today. My prayer is that you continue to live your life like it's golden, forgetting those things that are behind you and pressing forward into the new chapter God has destined in your life. Well, welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast, where our motto is all about being totally residue free not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life hinder you from moving forward where God is leading and directing you. Linus Queen stands for courage, hope, and faith. And our mission is to, I mean, continue to encourage and empower women to live out their best life beyond their past and recognize the worth of their crown. Again, thank you so, so much for all of your support of the Linus Queen podcast. Um, Please continue to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a family member um, and friends as well. And so you can find the Linus Queen podcast on any uh, podcast platform and also check out my website, www.iamthelionessqueen.com. For more information about the podcast, the I Am series, uh, Linus Queen, Amazon favorites, journals, mugs, and guess what? I have some great, (laughs) great news, uh, exciting news. I will be launching my online radio station this month, and I'm so excited, and so more information will be forthcoming. So check out my website, www.iamthelinusqueen.com. Well, we're in a new month, the month of March, and this is Women's Month. And so this month, I wanted to focus on um, the theme for this month is healing is your responsibility. Healing is your responsibility.
before we get started, you know how we love doing it on this podcast. We love starting out with a quote or a poem to get our episode started. We love supporting others' creativity, and we are so honored to do so. And so this week, I found a poem, and actually, um, I could not find um, the author, but I found a poem on the website on a website called Note to Self. And so the poem states, healing is not an overnight process. It takes time. Sometimes you'll feel like you finally over something and happy again, and then the wound will reopen. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Take each day one step at a time. Just try to be better. Try to be in a better place mentally and emotionally than you were yesterday. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that because all it takes is one step. And what does that mean, right? What does that mean taking a step? And honestly, it just means everything is up to you. The ball is in your court. If you want to be whole, you can be whole today. And I found this other quote, actually, and I'm not sure if you've heard me say this or mention this on the podcast before, but it says trauma is not your fault, but healing is your responsibility. And that's what we're talking about this month. Healing is your responsibility. And that is such a powerful word. But sadly, many, many of us do not feel we have the ability to heal. Many, you know, feel that they don't have the ability to move forward, the ability to take that step. You know, many feel that the trauma, the loss, the rejection, the miscarriage, the abuse, the wound is so deep that it won't ever heal. And yes, definitely, you know, when wounds are deep and when I'm talking about wounds, I'm talking about emotional wounds. They take a bit longer to heal, but if you do what you're supposed to do, follow all the steps, take all of the medication, apply all the ointment, you know, uh, replace the bandages every so often, you are supposed to do, right? Then it will heal over time. And I'm reminded when um, a few years ago, my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer, and it's so interesting. This is the first surgery he has ever had in his life. And the surgery was very traumatizing, to say the least, especially finding out that he had cancer. You know, when you hear that big C word, you know, I feel as if it kind of stops you in your tracks where you feel paralyzed in a way like, did you just say I have that C word, you know? But my husband, my husband went into the hospital. He had stomach pain and seemed as if he couldn't keep, you know, food down. And so, you know, we thought it was just a stomach bug, maybe a stomach flu, food poisoning. And actually, that's what he was diagnosed with first was food poisoning. But later, the situation came up again. And then when they did the second x-ray on his lower intestine is when they found the tumor. And, you know, uh, it's so interesting because we didn't know he had a tumor at first. They admitted him and they weren't saying anything, right? They didn't know anything, one, but they, you know, didn't want to let us know. And we didn't find out it was cancer until after the surgery and they removed it from his body. 
And so going through this process, you know, even with the, the, the surgery and the wound, my husband had a large wound and his stomach was cut almost from the top of his chest. <clears throat> Not the top, but the bottom of his chest all the way down to his belly button. And the interesting part that I thought um, with this whole process is he he, he received staples, um, but it wasn't stapled up all the way, right? Like my C-section, right? I had those dissolvable stitches, but that thing was sealed up so tight that there were no holes, there were no gaps, right? But for some reason, my husband had certain parts of his stomach that were still open. So, you know, we followed orders. We did what the doctor told us to do. And then a few weeks later, you know, we, he had a checkup and we went back to the surgeon and the surgeon had to clean, um, inside of those, that, that wound. And so he had to stick a Q-tip in those open areas, which was really disgusting, right? And it was just, it was to see if, you know, if he had developed any infection, if there were any parts still bleeding. And so I'm like, oh, okay, this is the purpose. But there was another purpose. Woo, it was another purpose that was very powerful. And so I asked the question, doc, hey doc, why did you leave parts of his stomach open? You know, why, why wasn't it fully stapled from top to bottom? You know, just like a C-section. And the doctor said, because this is a deep wound. And we had to, the purpose of leaving um, open spaces was to, we had to allow the wound to heal from inside out, not just on the outside first. (laughs) Oh, that blessed me right there. I hope that blessed you. I hope that blessed you, right? So if a wound is not deep, then it can heal from the inside, from the outside, right? But because of the trauma to his body, they needed his wound to heal from the inside out, which took a little longer than that a regular wound. This, you know, and so this makes me think about trauma and how deep emotional wounds can be. But we must allow the wound to heal from the inside out, which what takes time. But it also takes work. Right. And so what do you mean by work? Huh? So what I'm saying is healing is your responsibility. It's all about how you take care of the emotional wound. How are you taking care of your emotional wounds today? Or or are you still blaming someone else for the wound? (laughs) It's their fault. They did that to me. It is because of them that, right? Or are you still in that bargaining stage, right? Like in um, in grief, you know, there's a bargaining stage. There's a level of grief where, where people, well, this wouldn't have happened, you know, if this. I wouldn't have gone through this if that, right? Or are you stuck in a place that it's everyone's fault? Except having a perspective that if God brought me to it, then he will bring me through it. And so healing a wound, (laughs) I thought about this, healing a wound is a lot like a farmer. Farmer waiting for their precious fruit, their vegetables, you know, from the earth to grow. But the hard part is in the waiting, 
And the waiting is the work. <laughs> Say that to yourself. The waiting is the work. And so being patient in the process is not easy in the natural. Can I get an amen? It's not easy in the natural waiting for things because unfortunately we live and we have lived, especially I would say technology has advanced us. So we, we live in a fast food uh, society now where we want everything fast. We want our promotion fast. We want the husband fast. We want the car fast. We want the new home fast. We want our credit score to go up fast. We want our blood pressure, right, to get better fast. We want we want to be recognized for all the hard work we do fast. We want to see our children be all that they've been called, that God called them to be fast. We want our marriage to be restored fast. We want to heal fast. All we want is for things to just drop in our lap fast. So we don't have to wait for it. Or better yet, work for it. But some things require you to wait. And sometimes emotional wounds take a bit longer to heal. And why is that? Because when you're putting the, the ointment on it, you're putting the medicine on it, sometimes it stings, sometimes it burns, sometimes it's irritating, sometimes it's pain because it's doing a work. And so what do, what do we need to do in order to start this process of really being in a mindset of healing is my responsibility. One, you got to trust the process. And I said, oh, daddy, that's that's... Ooh, that's a good one right there. So there is no, hey, there is no one size fits all. There, there is no one size that fits every answer to healing, especially when we all process things different, right? We internalize things different. So a loss of relationship for, for one may not be the same for another. You know, wounds can come in all shapes and sizes and you never know how you will handle things until it happens to you. See, oftentimes naysayers and a lot of people will say, well, if they did that to me, I know what I would have done. No, you don't. No, you don't until something happens to you. You don't know what you would do. You know, when women when women experience infidelity, Oh, well, I know if that man, if my husband cheated on me, I know what I would do. No, you don't. And so God is saying, we got to trust the process. And that means taking heed to Proverbs 37, 4 through 5. Trust God with all your heart. And do not lean on your own, own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And so trust that God is doing, trust what God is doing in the moment. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to even know everything that he's doing. You don't even have to know what he's doing. Just believe in what he's doing and whatever he's doing, he's setting something up good for you. And so I think this is the most challenging part. Trusting the process is the biggest, is the biggest, uh, uh, challenge ever in the healing process because we fail to trust and we look more into the why we look more into the questions well daddy really why did this happen why god did you allow this to happen this way well god why did why did they do that to me god why didn't 
Why didn't you protect me? Why, God, why, why didn't you save me from that situation? And when we ask all these questions, it leads us to thinking more into ourselves than in what God is doing in the now, what he's doing in the present to set you up for greater. And so trusting God in the, in the midst of evil, trusting God in the midst of uh, things being unfair, trusting God in the midst of hatred, trusting God in the midst of inequality, trusting God in the midst of infidelity, trusting God in the midst of death, trusting God in the midst of war. Can you still trust God? And so a few weeks ago, I interviewed this woman who had an amazing testimony. And this woman was molested three times. I cannot wait till you hear her testimony. She was molested three times before the age of 10 by three different individuals. Now, due to the trauma, her memories were suppressed. So she had amnesia for a very long time. But when she remembered what happened to her, it triggered some things in her. And it triggered some things in her uh, uh, in a way where she realized that she had to give this over to the Lord. But the one powerful thing that she said to me, which I thought was so strange, <laughs> but this is all about trusting, trust in the trust God in the process. She said, I never asked God why. She said, I never blamed God. She said, I was in a position that he called me that he assigned this to me. And I trusted God no matter what. I'm telling you to hear that woman who was violated as a child multiple times in the midst of the storm, in the midst of her being violated, she trusted God. She said this was the beginning of her process. Once she figured it out what happened and what people did to her, you know, she knew she had to trust God. And that was the beginning of her healing. It was trusting God in the midst of the storm. Trusting even when it didn't feel right. She said, I didn't, you know, ha- I didn't have to make sense out of it. Because she knew that God was still with her. And guess what? God is still with you. See, the end of that scripture says that God will direct your path. See, God is directing you. So you don't have to know where you're going. You don't have to know what's coming up next. You don't have to know what to do. Just trust that he will lead you all the way. And I know at times it may feel like God is leading you blindfolded. And maybe some of you feel that way right now. You feel like God is leading you blindfolded, which may be the case. But even in all of that, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you because your name is written in the palm, engraved in the palm of his hand. He's directing your path. And so the first step is taking a step and trusting God, trusting the process. Step number two, we got to reprogram reprogram our mindset to believe that all things are working together for us like Romans 8 28 it it, is very clear it's written it's written that I have this pot here 
And I'm going to pull some good in this pot. I'm going to pull some bad in this pot. I'm going to pull some indifferent in this pot. And it is a crazy mixture right now. But I'm going to tell you what, it is still going to taste good. Because that's the type of, that's, that's the God we serve. All things are working together for the good to those who love God and called according to his purpose. That healing process <laughs> is all about you reprogramming your mind that it's going to work out for your good. And sometimes it takes time to do a reprogram. You know how your phone or your computer needs to update every once in a while? Your, well, your mindset needs to be renewed every once in a while as well. Amen. And, and, and so because we have to retrain, we have to reprogram our mind to believe that what we went through will not hurt us, will not take us out. Because what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> What's that last week? What did I say? Although it may have power, God did not give it permission. So it can't hurt you. We have to reprogram our minds to believe that what we are dealing with right now is only temporary. Say that to yourself. It's only temporary. We have to reprogram our mindset to know without a shadow of a doubt. There is a difference from how we look going into the storm versus how we look coming out of the storm. Oh, that got me excited. Say that to yourself. There will be a difference from how I look going into the storm versus how I look coming out of the storm. Yes. Ooh, thank you, God. And so what, what does that mean? What does that mean, Lioness Queen? It means you will be better, not bitter. That means you will be blessed and not stressed. What does that mean? You will be fine-tuned and not consumed. You will be more than a conqueror and not defeated. In other words, what I'm saying is you are a winner. You are a champion. You are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You've been hand selected for the kingdom. Did you hear me today? You are a winner in every situation you win. Say that to yourself. In every situation I win. And that is what reprogramming your subconscious does. You got to reprogram it to believe that no matter what, I win. See, when you reprogram your mindset to believe uh, 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 no matter what the weapon is, no matter what the devil is trying to throw at you, right? We always love to say uh, the whole kitchen sink is being thrown at me. No matter what the weapon is, you win. And when you have that mindset, you begin to have a different perspective. You begin to have a different thought process. You begin to upgrade your 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 mindset to a faith mindset. <laughs> Remember, faith without works is dead, right? And so when you begin to process the wound different. <laughs> yeah, say, say that to yourself. I'm going to process my wound different. You will begin to understand in Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. When you get still before the presence of the Lord, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And when you be, when you are still, when you're still, <laughs> Before the presence of the Lord, 
you, you, you don't realize that that womb is working on itself. And the love of God will comfort and soothe that womb so it can heal from the inside out. And lastly, we must be reminded that God has hand-selected things that we go through. I hope you realize that today. You realize that God used you because you were the one who could handle that emotional wound that you were assigned. God didn't give that everyone that assignment, right? He chooses assignments based on what he knows you can and cannot handle. But majority of the time, we feel ill-equipped because we're trying to do things within ourselves and not connected with him. Not realizing God has already equipped you before the situation came. Even before you got the wound, God chose you. Say that to yourself. This was chosen for me because God knew that I could handle it. See, God chose a lot of people in the Bible. (laughs) And everyone had a purpose. Think about Eve who lost a son by a son. We always talk about Eve when it comes to it being in the garden and the apple, but we don't really think about how she had to grieve over two sons. Sarah, who had been barren for 90 years, Mary, the mother of Jesus, who who was chosen to be the mother to the savior of the world. I'm pretty sure at times that wasn't an easy position. Ruth, who was a widow early in life, who wants to get married and then lose their husband as a young person? Rachel, who waited to marry the love of her life, and then her daddy had the audacity to deceive and betray her. Rahab, putting her own life at risk by sheltering the Israelite soldiers. Bathsheba, the one who was known to have an affair with King David. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of gossip on the street that she had to go through. And I could go through, uh, I can talk about other women. And, and, and But again, <laughs> God chose them for those assignments. And guess what? God chose you. He chose wounds for them, but God also chose certain wounds for you. But guess what? This is what God needs you to really understand today. Those women, they did not allow the wounds to define them, but they, they, (laughs) they did not allow the wounds to define them. And God is saying to you, do not let the wounds define you. Because guess what? He has a divine purpose for you because you were chosen. Now, it may not feel like it right now. You may want to jump the gun like Sarah did and letting Hagar sleep with her husband so that he would have a son. But when God promises something and chooses you, he doesn't need your assistance. He doesn't need your help. He doesn't need your two cents. He doesn't need your advice. He doesn't need you to interfere with trying to make the manifestation happen. He just wants you to understand that 
because he chose you for the assignment, he will carry you through. So believe that today. God will carry you through. And when you know that you know that you know, I'm telling you, you will blink your eyes twice and realize that wound is already healed. It's already healed. See, healing is allowing God to do the work and realizing that what you went through did not happen to you, but through you. That's what happens when you don't attach that thing to yourself. Oftentimes we attach we attach things to ourselves and we let it define us versus us being a child of God, more than a conqueror. He... he He has given us so many names. We are his beloved. See, the reason why wounds do not fully heal is because we think God is doing something to us. But when you have been chosen, he does things through you. Definitely, when you feel ill-equipped, you are more equipped than you ever know. Because I'm telling you what, God has put some seeds in the ground, in the ground of your heart. God has planted some seeds in your heart that you don't even realize that are there. You don't even know. And he is just waiting for the harvest. He's waiting for those seeds to grow. But in order for those seeds to grow, you have to not allow that thing to define who you are. Healing is your responsibility. You have to trust the process. You have to reprogram your mindset that no matter what, no matter what devil I win. And you got to realize that God hand selected you for this assignment. And this assignment is only to flow through me, not to me. I'm not the end product. (laughs) It's just flowing through me. God loves you too much to hurt you. Too much. Allow the wound to heal today. See, you see, many, many think that they can't do it. But guess what? It's a choice. Healing is a choice. Have that perspective that God is just using you for his glory. Your story is for his glory. This is not about me, but this is all about the glory of God. Stop personalizing situations. Stop making it personal and about you. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than you. I, I, you know, I did that. I, I personalized it. I had a nursery rhyme and I sang it all the time. I attached that thing to, I attached rejection to myself. I didn't have a name anymore. My name was rejection. And I let that thing define me. But I'm telling you, when I allow that emotional wound to heal, I realized that this was bigger than me. I realized that what God was taking me through was working out for my good. There were some seeds that he had planted in me when I was in my mother's womb. There's some seeds he planted in you when you were in your mother's womb and he's just waiting for the harvest. So it's not about you. 
It is about the work you're going to do for the kingdom to bless and save others. God is using you today. He's using you to share the good news so that someone else's life will be saved. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for supporting the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your family and friends. You can find the Lioness Queen podcast on any platform, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Amazon. Also, please write a review. Reverend Dr. Marisha would love to hear how today's episode inspired and empowered you. Also, you can check out her website, www.iamthelionessqueen.com for mugs, journals, and even if you want to reach out and contact Reverend Dr. Marisha. Don't forget to come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from the Lioness Queen.